Hello, and welcome back to episode 4 of The Long Christmas. I'm Eva, and I've just finished my fourth watch for Christmas Prince. Um, boy, I don't know what how to start this one. I don't, I'm not very good with intros and outros. Um, what do we want to say? I haven't done much today. I'm just, I'm stuck at home now, in the countryside, in the middle of nowhere, so I don't do much with my days, just work on the uni essay I've got watching the series I'm watching and doing this, pretty much. What an exciting life I lead. I've gone like very radio voice. Let's let's abandon let's abandon the ASMR gentle voice and go to normal voice as we start talking about a Christmas prince for the fourth time. Halfway through the first third of the podcast. Um so United Airlines, let's start with talking about United Airlines. Um, so we see the airport, Aldovia, twice. Once when Emily is heading over, and once when she's there towards the end and about to leave before she realises, um, the, like, the answer to the riddle. And the only planes that we see anywhere in this film, either in the sky when, um, we're getting the shot of the plane when Emily's flying over, or in the airport itself, are United Airlines planes. And that seems really, really odd to me, because obviously Aldovia is in Romania, we've established that. We made that, that geographical fact may change as we get into, um, not episode, uh, like, uh, number two and number three, but for now, we are accepting the fact that it's in northern Romania. Um, so the fact that an United, an American airline, why would they be the only one operating out of Aldovia? Surely Aldovia would either have its own flag carrier, which if you don't know, this weird terminology is the official, like, state airlines, so like British Airways in the UK or Lufthansa in Germany or Air France in France. I could go on and on, there's many of them. But so either RW doesn't have one. Well it it might not have one, but even then there would be like probably the majority of the planes in Aldovia's airports would be planes from sort of closer locations, so they'd be Lufthansa, they'd be, um, Wow, is it Wow Air or Wizz Air? I think Wizz Air, because Wow Air is the Icelandic one that went out of business, Wizz Air is the Hungarian or Polish one, yeah, so it'd be ones like them and, like, the Estonian one and, and Scandinavian airlines and Brit- British airlines and probably EasyJet, because EasyJet's the biggest airline in Europe, and then, like, Fly Emirates. Do I have to name any more airlines? Or Yeah, so they like I've I've never left Europe. Well, I guess I did last January. Haha. <laughs> Funny little Brexit joke there for you. Um but I've never left the continent of Europe, so I've never been to an airport where the majority of planes are like American Airlines, or like not literally American Airlines, like United. So I have seen like American Airlines and United planes before. But they're never in any of the European airports I've been to, and admittedly, I've I've been to Heathrow, which is a, one of the bigger ones, but that's got sort of separate terminals for European flights and like proper international flights. So I, I was in a different terminal to where all the international flights, uh, like America flights, were, and um, so I've never been 
to the part of the airport where like the international flights go from and like given that Aldovia is not a massive country I presume it it, it does get tourism because it's very Christmassy particularly around winter but Aldovia is not particularly massive and it's in Eastern Europe so I doubt that there would be many direct flights from Aldovia to JFK maybe there'd be one but it'd be quite expensive and it'd probably be cheaper to fly via like Amsterdam or like Dublin or uh, Charles de Gaulle in Paris like I've never flown to America but I've got I've got American friends at uni and that's the way that they always flew back as like via Dublin or via Reykjavik it's never direct because direct is expensive so the idea that there are multiple direct flights from Aldovia International Airport to um, like various places in America, presumably. It's presumably not just JFK, because we see at least three United planes in the exterior shot. And the realistic explanation for that is they just used a random exterior shot of some airport in America. That's the logical explanation for that. But I don't like logical explanation to it. I like diving far too deep in questions that don't particularly matter. Um, yeah. Um, I think, so, as a whole, Aldovia is very weirdly American. Like, obviously this film is American, so it makes sense that Aldovia is, which is, like, because Aldovia, for the purposes of this film, essentially exists as this Christmassy stand-in nation, where everything is very Christmassy and foreign, and also it's a monarchy. So, like, it's not particularly... It doesn't make much sense if you start unravelling Aldovia for more than a second. Like, why are there all these British-sounding people um, in this country in Eastern Europe? And why why um, are all their Christmas, Christmas, Christmas traditions so, like, Americanized? Like, I said this with, Hall- with Hubie Halloween. Yes, European, like, holiday celebrations are becoming more and more... Americanized as American, like media around holidays becomes more and more hegemonic. Oh, this is fun! This is fun. This gets me ranting about um media, yeah. But American like traditions, style traditions are becoming more and more popular. More so around Halloween, I'd say, because Christmas is very much. It's massively different. You might not know this if you come from America or even from the UK, but the sort of Anglo-American idea of Christmas with presents on the 25th and stockings and all of that really is this strange amalgamation of a bunch of different Christmas traditions from around Europe that were formed together sort of over in America into this one kind of coherent tradition, which then has, has... been copied back to the UK, although the UK's Christmas is still different enough. But, like, a lot of Christmas traditions in many European countries are wildly different. Like, it's not always Santa Claus or, like, Saint Nicholas or Father Christmas. Um, those are all different characters who've been amalgamated in um, America. Um, but it's not always them who deliver presents. I think in Spain, or at least in Catalonia, it's the baby Jesus, like, himself who delivers presents, I'm pretty sure. And, um, 
there's stuff like Christmas Day, the 25th, isn't the day when, like, the presents are done in a lot of countries. It can be earlier, it can be later. Wait, actually, I think it might be the wise men who deliver presents in Spain. Or that might be France. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my ass a bit. I'm talking out of my ass, not about my ass. I'm talking out of my ass a bit. But, yeah, Christmas tradition's very diverse. Like, the Christmas... Chris, like, given where Aldovia is, it could be, like... It's it's obviously a Christian nation, but it we don't know enough about it to know like which denomination of Christianity. Because where it is, Romania is pretty Eastern Orthodox, but then you have Poland just above it, which is like fairly Catholic, and then just a bit further above that, you've got all the Lutheran countries. So you've it could like Christmas traditions in Europe massively massively vary and it's the same around around the world like in because obviously it's Christmas is a Christian tradition and there are similar celebrations in most religions of like the winter time and but Christmas traditions like the the fact that Aldovia is so like Americanized in its Christmas like doesn't really hold up to any second of scrutiny which to be fair and I will say this over and over again: the Christmas Prince, a Christmas Prince, does not exist to build a coherent world. It's not some deep fantasy film for like nerds of world building. It's not. It's not there to. Although we we will get into world building later on, and particularly with uh, Royal Baby, that's when we really start getting to know more about the world of Aldovia. But yeah, the Christmas traditions. In real life, Aldovia's Christmas traditions would probably be wildly different from the way they look in the film. Unless Aldovia is... Because Aldovia is, um, I think we find out later in 2 or 3, a really, really old country that's existed for a long, long time. Which, when we get to that, we will bring up the serious questions about geopolitics and history that that brings up. But Aldovia should have, like, really distinct Christmas traditions. But when we see, like, particularly, I think, a good example of, like, how Americanized the um, Christmas traditions of Aldovia are, if you look at the um, scene with, like, the benefit for the children's... Children's, what's the word? Like, the orphanage? Then all of the street stuff there, it's got, like, an American Santa, and it's got... um all of these things, it's the food they're giving out on the street is very American Christmas food. I can't remember what it is. Everything is very American. I may have taken notes of this in the early days, so enjoy some paper crinkling. Oh, my notes are all tipped up. Is it day one or day two that I wrote about this? Well, that's something we'll get back onto in a second. Um, yeah, I didn't take a note of this very specific thing. Like, um, but it makes sense because this is an American film for Americans, um, and it's far easier to graft over these recognizable Christmas traditions. If it would be weird, I think, if this Christmas film was meant to just be like sweet and twee, um, like spent they like, um, Amber arrives in Aldovia, and it's just wildly different Christmas traditions that aren't particularly recognisable to her or the audience. That could be interesting 
in exploring different ideas of what Christmas looks like. But that's not the point of Christmas Prince, is it? I've been rambling on this, like, one topic, like, on our Dovia world-building stuff for, like, 12 minutes now. Or, like, probably about 10 minutes. And I don't know if I'm, I'm making any coherent points. But yeah, it would be interesting in a similar type film, because we do get lots of these, like, fake, especially Hallmark ones from my research when I was going to do this about Hallmark films. There were a bunch of, like, Hallmark films about um, fake European monarchies, and all of them, like, are very Americanized Christmas traditions. And it'd be, it would be interesting for a Christmas film to go fully into the world building of having just a completely unique um, and realistic um, Christmas traditions. So what would have developed over hundreds and hundreds of years in that part of the world? But this is Christmas Prince, and I don't think it would realistically do that. That would be weird. Now let's talk about Mallorca again. So I've spoken about um, Simon saying he visited the President's Chalet in Mallorca, and we, before that, we accepted, oh, that's probably the present about the Balearic Islands. But no, it can't be. Because the present of the Balearic Islands is um, Francina Ardemengol. She has been um, president since 2015. And Simon says his chalet in vis-a-vis the Mallorcan president. So he could not be referring to Fran- Francina Amengol. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that name. I did a year of Catalan and I wasn't very good at it. Um, so then the next logical leap, and this could explain it, is that it, he could be referring to um, Mariano Rajoy. The um, I'm so, again, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. I was trying my best. Um, so he was the, um, at the time of, like, between 2011 and 2018, he was the, um, Prime Minister of Spain. And obviously he says President, but he could mean the Prime Minister, that would be the most logical explanation, because, um, the Prime Minister of Spain is officially the President of the Spanish Government. So, it could be either, to be honest... It really doesn't matter. This is one tiny throwaway line that has, like, ruined me. <laughs> ruined me. Yeah. So that's, that's, um, I think that's all we're gonna get out of Mallorca in this film. Who knows if it comes back. Do you want... I don't think I want to talk, go into the, um, I did, I did write some notes that relate to the, um, Netflix Christmas universe or the Christmas Prince Cinematic Universe, um, but I don't reckon I have time to go into that today, because that's going to be a, probably a deep dive, and that might even be better served for later, when we get into um, 2 and 3, which more closely tie these films to um, the A Night Before Christmas and um, Princess Switch. I haven't seen Princess Switch switched again yet. Um, I've been waiting for a friend um for us to find a time when we can both watch it together, but um, I'm sure that one will tie in as well. I'm excited to see if it's got any new easter eggs um, for the inevitable crossover that's going to come between the three franchises where we get, like, half the film is just Vanessa Hudgens.
which will be incredible. Um, so let's just do some little things to finish off. I really, really enjoy the tiny little moments of sort of really cute, just character relationship between Richard and Emily. We don't get many of them, and most of them probably come in the first scene where um, Amber first meets the royal family, but um, they're really wholesome, and I really, they really help ground the characters and make them feel, like, real and make their relationships feel real, which is something that, and it makes, it, it, it is really the first good step in showing us that Richard is maybe not this character who his reputation suggests, and it starts to, starts that process of unravelling that. We also get, um, that scene has one of my favourite lines in the films, which, in the films, in this film, which is, you look like a derelict Santa Claus. I don't know if that means anything, because derelict, this is the only ever time I've heard derelict used to describe a person, like, usually you'd use it to describe, like, a derelict building, but I love, I love, like, the description, you look like a derelict Santa Claus. Somebody wrote that and was paid to write that, and I think whatever they were paid is not enough. Let's have a quick drink of water. If I was a professional, I'd cut that out, but I'm not. Anything else we want to talk about? So the butler at the start, who, like, finds Amber taking a picture of the, um, that, um, suit of armour. I really like him. I think he's a cool character, but he never appears again in the film after, um, the, like, head housekeeper takes over from, like, takes Amber off his hands. I would love to see that butler again, um, but he, he gets, like, 30 seconds of screen time and then that's it. But, yeah. Um, I think him and, um, if we're going to talk about my character, my favourite character on this viewing, it has to be between him and there's one journalist in the press, um, junket. Junket might be the right word, who's, like, gruff and beardy. And just the way that he talks is really, really enjoyable. Watch out for him if you're watching this film. Those two, um, both fairly early, are really my favourite characters this watch. Also, one more I really enjoyed this watch um, is the the woman who, when um, we meet Simon for the first time at like the cocktail party, um, who um, the woman who walks over and like engages Simon and um, Richard in conversation, so Emily can ex- give some exposition to Amber. I enjoy her. She 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 seems like. She goes, she does a good performance, given that that's, like, I'm pretty sure the only time we see her. Anyway, that's 19 minutes of podcast. So let's do the, let's do the ending stuff. Um, this has been Watch 4 of, um, The Long Christmas. If you've enjoyed this, please, um, follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Interact with it in whatever way you can. So, like it, add it, obviously listening to it is the best form of interaction you can do, but like it. Um, like, any form of engagement. I don't know what what you can do on any platform, but rating, if you can do that. I know you can do that on Apple Podcasts, so if you can do that on any other thing, that'd be great. Um, share the podcast with your friends on 
whatever social media, just message it to them. Um, try and get other people to listen to it. It's um, always nice to see the numbers grow. Um, my numbers for this season haven't been as high as they were for the first season. And I don't know why that is. Um, but yeah, if you could share the, share the link um, with uh, people you know on social media, just whatever. Just even just suggest it to them if people are asking for a new podcast. Um, that would be really, really appreciated. It's it's hard to grow something like this. If you enjoy what I'm doing, you can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. Those are all linked in the description. You can um, read my blog. Um, all the end of the year stuff is going to be coming out in the next few weeks. Um, so if you're looking forward to, if you enjoy that sort of content, um, check it out. If you don't enjoy that sort of content, the other eleven months of the year, I do other stuff. I've just put something out about. Um, the game PokeMMO, and why I think that's a really good example of what the Pokemon series could be. So if you're interested in that, um, and then check, give it a check out. If you really enjoy what I'm doing, then I've got Patreon. You can donate as little or as much as you want. I don't really have many benefits there at the moment, but if, when, as it starts growing, I, I'll put more time into that, and I've got ideas for exclusive stuff I can do for that. If you want to support social and support this, my blog, and the I have some stuff planned for next year as well, which um, any donations would really help. So, yeah. This has been episode four of The Long Christmas. I have been Eva. Still don't have a good outro, so I guess. I can't say I'll see you in hell, can I? I could do. We could just keep going, but I'll see you in hell. I'm Eva. This has been The Long Christmas. And I'll see you in ho-ho hell.